0: Welcome to the Star Wars Collector Podcast, episode number 35. I am your host, Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Carl. Hey, Carl.
1: Hey, Brian, and all of our listeners out
0: there. And this week, we have a special guest. We have our good friend, Kevin Lintz back with us. Hi, Kevin. Hey, good to be back. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. We always enjoy having you on. Okay, well, we'll let our guests go first on uh, what they've gotten in the last you know month or so and what they've been up to. So, go ahead, Kevin. Cool. Well, I just got back
2: from a school trip to Europe and, and was able to... One of my uh, French friends gave me a Mechano french Return of the Jedi card back for Bosque, who's a focus character of mine. So that's a really awesome addition to that part of my collection. I also picked up a French Gummy Bears read-along set... Uh, a little bit off topic, but they kind of look like the animated Ewoks, so I think I can count them. <laughs> that's cool. And um, then I got a. Finally, picked up a Bosque Mailer, complete Bosque Mailer with the box and the the insert and the the baggy figure and the the catalog. So that's another thing off my list.
0: Is so that something Very that was cool. hard to find?
2: It is. It's it's the toughest mailer to find out of all the mailers. Oh, the U.S. mailers, anyways. Um, it didn't get a lot of, I don't know if it wasn't distributed. It's like it's, It's and I don't know about you guys, it's not one I remember ever knowing about when I was a kid.
1: I don't remember it either. Did you find that while you was on your trip or here in the I, States? I, well, kind of both. I mean, it popped up on
2: eBay while I was on my trip. So it was just in the mail waiting for me when I got oh, that was cool. Yeah, but if you think about it, like if you when you see like carded figures, you don't very often see them with that secret figure offer, which is the Bosk. It's so I think that, I think it was just kind of a low run promotion, and so there weren't a lot of them sent out. I think last time I was on, we talked about the scarcity of Bosk on the thirty one back.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I think the whole rollout of Bosk was kind of, especially compared to Bubba Fett, who had just come before it, was kind of low key.
0: Yeah, I don't remember the the Bosk mailer myself. Same here. <laughs> But that's cool that you got it uh, yeah um let's see what is that all you got?
2: yeah, I mean some other like non star Wars stuff I picked up the um the the reaction the new wave of reaction he man figures you get those yet Carl
1: I have not get got those yet, but I need to get those that is probably the best wave they've done since the first wave <laughs> yeah
2: i those those are here when I got home. The other day, too, and I opened him up. Orco is great, and Sorceress is great. And,
1: and Scareglow's in that one, too, right, or not? Scareglow's
2: in that, yeah. Me- mechanic, his neck actually goes up and down. Ram Man, um, probably forgetting someone. But, yeah, those, those are pretty cool. Really liking that series, the He-Man ones.
1: Yeah. Because yep. if they'd have probably had those when I was a kid, I probably would have had those along with my <laughs> Star Wars figures.
2: Yeah, I would have liked them. I would have preferred them over the, the big ones. Yeah.
0: All right, so in the middle of the show here, we're going to rename this show to the <laughs> 80s collectible show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, gummy bears,
2: He-Man, it's all good.
0: Yeah,
1: it's all as our friend Mark always says, it's all one universe together.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, let's see... Uh, I got the Obi-Wan Kenobi mini bust finally in the mail. That was one of the Premier Guild member uh, gifts that you could get. Uh, Mm -hmm. What did you get with that uh, membership? Did you do yours last year, Kevin? Yeah,
2: I did like the Super Fancy membership last year. With So I'm getting the Emperor um, Jumbo figure. Mm -hmm. And then I'm getting a bust too, but I don't even remember which one.
0: I, I ended, just I ended up getting the Emperor and Lobot, and then I bought this one separately because I really liked the Obi one as well. Uh huh. Cool.
2: Yeah. So I, I got a mine are in the mail. I think I got a uh, message from Gentle Giant that they finally shipped, but they haven't gotten here yet.
0: Really? Because I got my Emperor and Lobot like last month. See, I, I'm wondering if it was. I think
2: must have been the other bus. I was reading some some online chatter that. <laughs> Who are the
0: Who are the other options for
2: busts? Was there a,
0: the Obi Wan? Was that it? The old Obi Wan Kenobi, the Lobot, which the Lobot came out earlier, and then they shipped. They just shipped the Obi Wan. I just got it like last week. Okay, maybe that's it then. And oh, who knows with General Giant? And there was a, a a statue of some sort too. But I Maybe think that's what was, I got. That was the only one you could get, I think. If you got the, even if they got the, the higher up one, like that's what I got too. Was that third tier?
2: Yeah, and I didn't do that this year. I just went with the basic membership this year They didn't do me any good last year. I couldn't, I couldn't log in and order anything. Anyway, so why pay the more? I don't need the extra whatever I ordered. I don't remember what it was at this point. So, mm-hmm. yeah. general giant sucks.
0: <laughs> I've heard a lot of people say that. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it, it has been that bad. I mean, I, but I did get the Yoda McCrory mini minibust ordered that I wanted from San Diego Comic-Con.
2: Oh, good, good.
0: And I was afraid I wasn't going to get that because I've gotten every one of them. And then, uh, of course, everybody on the show knows the one that I don't have. Right, Carl? Yeah, that Carl?
1: someone supposed <laughs> to find the
0: box in the attic and sell it to you at cost. <laughs> so, so, fill me in. What's
2: the one you don't have?
0: Boba Fett. Uh... Of course. And Carl has it, but, uh, you know, what's it been, like two years now? It's really hot in the attic, and I just <laughs> haven't found the box. <laughs> yes, even in December, it's it's uh, hot up there, too, you know. <laughs>
1: you need to pastor me more than during
0: the cold months,
1: I guess. Well, in December, it's
0: it's probably snowing and
1: stuff.
0: Yeah. I'm just going to come over and beat on your door. <laughs> and say, let's go up in the attic. <laughs> yeah, let's go up and get it now. <laughs> um, let's see, what else did I get? I got the, uh, uh, the newest wave of X-Wing miniatures, Wave 14. It's got uh, Saul's Renegades, which is uh, a repainted U-Wing and an X-Wing. And also the uh, TIE Reaper. I have no idea what... uh, Well, the TIE Reaper came in uh, was from uh, uh, Rogue One. It was the the ship that uh, the Death Troopers got off of there at the beach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was called the TIE Reaper because it could actually hold units of soldiers. Um, I ended up finding the six-inch Forlom Black Series. Got it online. Is, Z- is that Zuckus or Forlom? <laughs> well, it depends on if you're a vintage, <laughs> if you're a vintage collector or not. Yeah, so uh, is, it the, is that the, it's the robot? I guess. Yes, it is the robot, the original okay. Zuckus, but the current Forlom. <laughs> Cool. Uh, also uh, went to Toys R Us, uh, one of the days, you know, here about a week ago or so, and picked up a uh, Lego minifigure case. It was the one from Lego Ninjago. I got it for like 12 or 15 bucks, something like that. It was less than half price.
1: That's not Star Wars.
0: Yeah, but uh, it can hold <laughs> Star Wars minifigures in it.
1: Okay. So you, can, you can put a
0: different backdrop in it, so you can make your own. <laughs> okay. And I also picked up the new Lando comic. I haven't got a chance to read it yet, though. Is that a is that a
2: miniseries, ongoing series?
0: It's a it's a miniseries, and it's the the uh, the younger Lando.
2: Okay, that could be
0: cool. Uh, they've only had the one first issue out, and I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Cool. And that's all I got. What did you get, Carl? Not much. I picked up. I finally found the.
1: The the new wave of the um, solo released figures that comes with the Princess Leia Hoth, which I don't know if we really need another Leia Hoth figure, but this one is really nice. It's five-point POA, and it's got a great head sculpt, and it's a a good-looking figure. And I I found the Moloch as well, which has a pretty cool scene in the movie, which I had to have it. So that's all I've got for the month.
2: Remind me who the Moloch is.
1: He is the character that is with, at the beginning of the movie, where Han is trying to escape in the land speeder, and he's the main one that's going after him. Okay. You know, okay. The, like, yeah. I, I guess he's a bounty hunter, right, Brian? Uh, I guess
0: Would he's assume? a bounty hunter for, for uh, Proxima. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they get, uh, that was a pretty good figure, though.
1: It is a great looking figure. It's just kind of sad that there's, in the new wave of figures, there's only two new figures, and the rest of them are repacks.
0: uh uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of disappointing, but in the, the next wave there should be. I think all of them are new ones, right?
1: Yeah, thanks. So. Yeah, the waves three and four.
0: Okay, I guess that's it for what we got. Uh, meeting news. Um, as far as I know, we're still having a July meeting, right, Carl?
1: I haven't heard anything different. I mean, if we're free, we should just go ahead and have it. It's always fun to hang with you guys.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll probably only be there for like an hour and a half or so. I have to go somewhere after that. Um, I don't know what our theme will be or anything like that. Really haven't had much of a theme yeah, we in the last few we weeks. Yeah, you all haven't
1: had me since we had, we get did away with the, you know, the region directors. You haven't had me throwing out the dumb themes. <laughs> <laughs> each month which I guess in our group text we could start doing that and say hey let's have this theme this month
0: yeah I know that uh, at some point I know especially you and Mark want to have another droid day
1: oh yeah definitely where everybody just brings their droids and do, does a huge display again
0: <laughs> and then we have uh, on July the 28th our auction That's is that at your church Kevin?
2: it is it's at Faith Lutheran Church in Lexington uh, to be from 12 until 4 p.m. Uh, anyone who's ever been to one of those knows it's a lot of fun just to hang out. Um, we have it's a live in-person auction. We'll be uh, asking our members to donate donate stuff to auction, and then there's always always deals to be had, stuff to pick up. Um, so if you're in the area, definitely come by and check it out. It's free to get in. Good times.
1: And Dwayne's already told me some of the posters he's bringing. It's an amazing lot of posters again.
0: Nice. Hmm. And uh, while you're at it, you want to go ahead and talk about the shirts? Yeah.
2: So um, we have our... our, This is uh, the Kentucky Star Wars Club's 15th anniversary this year, and we have a fantastic um, design done by Justin Stewart, uh, an artist here in Lexington, Kentucky. It, It uses the the X-Wing fighter and Kylo Ren's shuttle to make the Roman XV uh, for 15 And that shirt's available to order for uh, Casewalk members. All the details are in our uh, discussion group on Facebook. So check that out. Order your shirts. Uh, it's really cool. We're doing it in X-Wing colors, so the shirt's going to be orange. And then the, it'll be a two-color print, black and white.
0: Yeah, to become a member, it only costs ten dollars. And yeah. it is a
1: it is a great looking shirt too. It really pops and stands out.
0: Yeah, and it's it's. I mean, you can tell we've we've had some we've had some wonderful
2: designs done by our members, but uh, we're none of us professional artists, and you can definitely tell that this one is is a professionally done design. It looks really really sharp.
0: Yeah. Yep. Okay. I don't think there's any other meeting news for next month. Uh, as far as like toy news. I really couldn't find much at all.
1: Now we probably won't hear much until after San, Di- when San Diego Comic Con's so close. I think everybody wants to keep stuff under wraps till then.
0: Yeah, I know that uh, you know. There's been a few Gentle Giant announcements from their San Diego Comic Con lot. You know, like the Macquarie Yoda, and uh, they're doing another Boba Fett Gentle Giant jumbo figure. I don't understand. <laughs> well, it's because one people love them some Boba Fett, and. <laughs>
2: Two, it doesn't cost them much to just print out a different card pack. I know. To put the same figure in. But, yeah, it's an easy pass for me. Me too. Uh, since, I, since I open them and do them loose.
0: Right now I only have two. I have the one from Celebration, wasn't it? Celebration 5? Was that Lando? No, the Boba Fett.
2: Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Said, oh yeah, you were talking about pets. Yeah, and then I got the rocket firing one as well.
0: I have the uh, the the plain blue one, it's rocket firing as well. Yeah, that's the one I have. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one because it's kind of like the original rocket firing vet. It's just one color. Yeah. Did you guys
2: see in that the? uh uh I did. The J slot about. the J slot today that sold super fast for sixty five thousand
0: dollars. I did see that. That's crazy. <laughs> that's Insane. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the one where the guy had the uh, orange and was it orange arms and legs and black body or whatever it was? And he was trying to ask a hundred thousand for it. Um, I, I might, I might have.
2: That's not ringing an immediate bell, but that's that would be a pretty. That's I mean that's more rare than the regular J's and L's. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, this one wasn't even rocket firing. It was just a plain, you know, nothing. <laughs> yeah. But they said that that was one of the very first shots of you know a a FET at all. Okay. Uh, I guess after not not first, but I mean first after the rocket firing was oh, right know, was done and over with. Yeah.
2: So it's insane. Um you know, I was I always kinda thought maybe someday I'd have a rocket fed, but it's not looking real likely.
0: <laughs> not at that price. <laughs> I mean, gee whiz, that's that's a hefty down payment on a house. <laughs> yeah. That's
2: well yeah. Depending on the neighborhood that could be a house.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's more than my original house cost.
2: <laughs> uh, man. Anyways,
0: more power to them, both the buyer and the seller, good
2: good for them. I'll keep buying my little read-alongs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, today's discussion is about displaying your collection, and that's one of the reasons why we asked Kevin to come on cuz it would give a another, you know, aspect of collecting and how you display it. Um, there's all kinds of different things that you can do. I mean, you from putting them on, you know, shelves to hanging them from the wall. And how do you do yours, Kevin? How do you, uh, like, how do you, like, first, how do you, how do you display them?
2: Yeah. So um, it's, it's, it's a challenge
0: because, you know, I'm
2: in a, in a perfect world, you know, I, I'd buy somebody to come in and build me like custom cases and cabinets and built into the wall. And, and, but, you know, on the budget I'm on, I can't do that. So. Um, I, I do use a lot of uh, Ikea. They've got, they've got some good kind of low-price low, low price but fairly good quality options. Uh, they've got the Detolf cases, which are um, kind of, well, they're, they're tall but then like square in uh-huh. their dimensions, if that makes sense. And um, you have about four shelves on those. Uh, the billy shelves you can get and then add uh, glass doors to and then the Ivar are good, solid wood shelves that um, are, have adjustable like height to the shelves. So for displaying boxed items or uh, carded figures that are in cases, they, they work real well for, for me. Mm-hmm. I've also had luck uh, using things that have been cast off uh, from retail stores. Like I have a, I have a storefront, storefront display cabinet that I got from a barbershop. Uh, super cheap. I just had to get Miles to help me drive it home. <laughs> um, and then I had to spend some time vacuuming all the little hair clippings out from inside <laughs> it. Um, and then Miles also, Miles is one of our fellow Kentucky collectors. He also found me a, we can't tell whether it was, a, it's, it's, a, it's an acrylics case. That, it's a floor standing case, uh, probably designed for like watches or jewelry. Uh-huh. But the shelves in that work really well for three and three quarter inch scale figures, uh, which I collect a lot of, not just Star wars, so things like that are great if you're on a budget and then i'm a and I picked up this idea from a from a panel at celebration years back uh, the idea of of really avoiding clutter in the display, figuring out what are the things because you can't if you know I've got so much crap, uh-huh. and and the, the the impulse is I need to display it all. I need to have everything out. Um, but when you do this, and we were talking a little bit about this before the show, when you have everything out, it the the clutter actually makes it harder to see what you have because uh, it gets to the point, in my opinion, where all you see is the clutter. You just see all of these figures and boxes just packed together so I think, for me, I have to be really intentional. What, is, what are the things that I really want people to see when they come to see my collection? And, and set those off and make sure that there's space around them. And the most important things is try to get those at eye level um, and, and centered. And then as, as you move to the left or right of a shelf or to the top or bottom of a shelf, that's where the things fill in that are less important. And then everything else just goes in boxes in the garage and occasionally I go through and rotate things in and rotate things out.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, I know I have uh, I have a couple of the Detoff cases myself as well as one Billy bookcase. I did not get the sh- the uh, the cabinet doors though. I just uh, I don't know just didn't for some reason, probably didn't uh-huh. have space to carry them home in the car <laughs> right. um but on my on my off case, one of them, I have uh, Legos. And because Legos, a lot of times, most of them will sit really low. That leaves a huge gap of nothing space. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I had this local glass company make me some glass shelves out, you know, it's the same size as the ones that come with it. So I pretty much doubled my space. And what I did to get them to sit on there was I took some U-bolts. And put U bolts on the bars that go in the corners of the shelf, mm-hmm. and put these little uh, round soft tabs on them to set the shelves on. So in that way, the shelf wouldn't scratch or break. That's a great idea. Yeah, so it gave me, uh, you know, double the space to put the Legos on. And of course, my yeah. other one is for uh, my mini busts, but I'm running out of space in that one.
2: Another thing I've seen some people doing is is you can find on eBay like acrylic risers. Uh-huh. Um, like you would see again in like a jewelry store or something, so you can uh, use those. And I, I think even um, what's the name of the, what's the name of the the company that makes acrylic cases? Is it G W
0: Acrylic? Oh yeah, there's all kind There's G W. There's Oscar.
2: There's... Yeah, Oscar. Well, Oscar's kind of been out of it lately, but I think it's G W. Oh, okay.
0: Actually makes like um, an, an acrylic
2: stand that's that's fitted to exactly fit in a death So like uh... riser
0: stands. Is GW the one that's owned by Ian? Yeah, Ian's okay.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, I've gotten all kinds of stuff from him.
1: Well while you're yeah. talking about the acrylic risers, where I've gotten a lot of mine from is the container store in in, in Columbus at the Eastern Town because they have all they have a whole section that's nothing but acrylic <laughs> and they have different sized risers and stuff like that and it's a really cool store. I mean I think the last time I was there I just dropped like seventy five to hundred dollars on nothing but different acrylic for my shelves. Oh, nice. And, and they do do online ordering, too, so.
0: Okay. Yeah, I've also seen people, like for many busts, take a, a little glass, you know, like a drinking glass, mm-hmm. and set it up on top of the drinking glass so that way you can actually have some sitting above the ones in front of it. So that's another idea. If that's you, a good uh, idea. If you don't have yeah. actual risers. Because I got yeah, some plastic good... risers from, uh, I think it was Amazon.
2: That's cool, yeah.
0: And then for my, uh, for my jumbo figures, I have them sitting on the Billy bookcase. And what I did was I took a a couple of 1 by 2s and cut them up and then wrapped them in some cloth so mm-hmm. that way the ones behind you know behind it would be above the ones in front so you could see at least their you know their head, most of their head and shoulders.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah, cuz that's another thing about displays is you can get those levels going on. Instead of just having a whole shelf full of mm-hmm. stuff, I mean, then all you see is the front row.
0: Yeah, because yeah. right now I have, uh, like the top shelf, I have three different items. Uh, eye level views because i have the riser in the back with ones on top of it and they're they're all practically touching the top of the shelf and then i have the ones in front of those sitting in and then i have the smaller figures like i have r5 d4 and r2 d2 and yoda and java and ugnaught you know stuff like that so in that way they're you know like half the height of regular figures anyway yeah, good call. And for my main shelves, I went and got those uh, those things that you can do. They come from Lowe's, where you can put the rails on the wall, and then mm-hmm. you've got these little things that, that hold the shelves that you put them in, so that way you can have them at all different heights.
2: Yeah. You know, i thought about that for my carded figures, because those Ivar shelves, they're so deep, and I'm really not using the depth of them, right? Because it's, you know, card carded figure, what, even in an acrylic case... That's what three four inches. Um, I've thought about doing that.
0: Now, how do you light your your stuff? Do you have special lighting? I don't. Um, I know collectors who do,
1: um,
2: but um, I tend to mine tends to work pretty well with uh, just the the light that's in in my collecting space already. One thing, one thing I've thought about is because you know, like those Billy shelves, they're they're that particle board wood. Uh-huh. I've thought about replacing those shelves, getting some glass shelves cut, yeah. just so just so that the light doesn't d- doesn't die out as you get to those lower shelves. But generally, yeah. I think it works pretty well as is.
0: Yeah, I've actually thought about that too. Whenever I was getting those other ones cut, I just haven't done it yet. Yeah, I know with uh, the the death off cases, I have the lights that you can buy for them for the top, and then I got some other LED strip lights to put at the bottom, so in that way it shines up through it as well. Mm-hmm. And then with the way that the house that I live in, which is an A-frame, the uh, the ceiling, you know, kind of goes up at an angle. Yeah. So what I did with that was some of the jumbo figures that were exclusives that I wanted to keep on the card. I have those hanging down from that, and since it's you know since it's sloped down, I got two rows to be able to get almost the entire uh, card showing on both of them for top and bottom. That's cool. So Carl, how do you how do you display your stuff?
1: Most everything I have is I went went with black shelves, and like I mentioned earlier, I got a lot of those acrylic risers at the container store for stuff is on different levels and stuff like that. I like have like, since I don't just collect star Wars, I have certain themes with, you know, like sci-fi in general. Like I have like black hole and Battlestar galactic on the same shelf. And, and, and for like, um, for my ships, besides having my black, cabinets with my acrylic stands for my ships i have a table in the back of my toy room that is just full with all my play sets and ships that's the only thing i have it i have them all on there with like a it's not really like astroturf but it almost looks like a green grass like thing for them Mm -hmm. just to be all like parked and planted on there so i got all them set on that and um I'm also when I first started doing my toy toy room and decorating it I bought figure stands and after I started putting everything up I decided I hated figure stands the way they look so I actually removed all the stands and it can be like a domino effect but that hasn't happened very often but <laughs> I just I just don't like the way figures look with stands for some reason it just started driving me crazy So, so I do you remove- use like
2: do you use like poster putty or sticky tack or you just um,
1: I've started using that on some of the ones that had – because I actually got that idea from you because when I was saw your collection one time, one of them was turned over, and you mm-hmm. picked it, and you had that tacky stuff. So the ones that's been falling, I've been going and doing that, so I kind of stole that idea from you because I just don't like the way – the stands just seem like they really took away from it to me.
2: Yeah, they, they do have some smaller stands that are less obtrusive looking because um, um, the, the classic ones, the ones that have been around since the 90s, they're like, what, two inches Diameter.
1: Yeah, they, they're sh- they're huge,
2: <laughs> and they really like they limit the number of figures you can put in a particular space. But it, I've seen some smaller ones now that are maybe half that size and work really well for most of the vintage Star Wars figures because they have such a such a narrow stance. Yeah,
0: GW acrylic has those. They're r- little round ones.
2: Yeah. I'll
0: have to but, check them out too. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Carl.
2: I'm 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 pretty much gotten away from using the stands for the most part because the sticky tack works. Just although I did find a, one of my next generation figures fell over today. I was down there working, so I had to reprop him up. But <laughs> yeah. for the most part, it works.
1: Yeah. Like besides that, I mean, like I, like I'm a big fan of the Container Store. Like I've said a couple of times now, because they have so many different sizes for various levels and stuff. I, actually, I plan on posting taking some pictures and posting them on our our Facebook page for people that's to see that's been looking at listening to the podcast. But you cool. was mentioning lighting. I don't really use any special lighting myself either. I just pretty much,
0: the light that I have in the room, I use it. hmm yeah, the only one, the only special lighting I have is in the death off cases. That's it. I know that uh, a lot of my vintage collection figures are hanging on my wall. I just use thumbtacks.
1: Mm-hmm. Every one of my vintage collection figures is part of the. I guess stealing from Kevin's. I did the rotation thing. It, they're all packed away right now. I'm I'm very lucky to where I own my own store. I have a really huge stock room, so <laughs> I just store a lot of my collection that's not on display in the back of my store. <laughs>
2: It's a nice luxury.
1: Yes.
2: (laughs) One thing I noticed, this is a little bit just kind of branching off of that, though. uh, The two, two, my two friends in France whose collections I got to visit, they have such small living spaces there that their collecting spaces are just tiny. Um, And so that's a luxury that I think some of us here in the U.S. have with our um, just kind of, you know, even just kind of space we have available to, to, to be able to display our collections. It's,
1: mm-hmm. I, I don't know, and
2: it may be sort of a blessing and a curse kind of thing, because you have this space, and then we think, oh, well, I've got to fill this all up. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: That's like me and Mark was talking the other day. We were saying we both don't really have any idea how many total action figures we have, but he said we probably have more than we need, but probably still not enough.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: My students always ask me, uh, that's one of the usual questions I get from them, is how many action figures do you have? And, you know, when I first started teaching, I I always would say I have less than 1,000, fewer fewer than 1,000, but I'm not sure that's true anymore.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't even want to count. I don't want to know. That's what I was saying there too. Is. Now it's it's just like I'm not going to try to catalog all these. I know in my head what I ha- own, but I just mm-hmm. don't want to know the exact number.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. They're uh, speaking of action figures. I I forgot. I did get. Uh, Max Rebo size noodles and Droopy McCool. Oh, the vintage oh, wow. ones. Yeah, I just got them uh, two days ago. I know he was looking for those, so that's very awesome. And uh, which the, which var- what's that?
2: I was gonna ask which variations. Did you get the silver mics and black flutes, or I did not get any of that. Flutes. I did not get
0: any of that. I already had the flute and the uh, mic. And they're both silver. Okay. Uh, the only thing I did not have at the time was uh, Max Rebo's uh, piano, mm-hmm. and I just got that today off of a guy on one of the uh, Facebook groups. Cool. So now I've got the whole uh, the whole complete band.
2: Congratulations! You got the band back together. Yeah, I got the band yeah. back
0: together. That was the uh, you know other than you know of the I guess you could say original line of figures. That was the only ones I was missing. You know, with with the nice. exception of the the droids and Ewoks, I don't have. Most of those, yeah. I
2: think those are separate. I consider those separate. They're like cousins.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess I can start on those now. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, I know the prices have just skyrocketed. Yeah. Oh, is there anything else? like? Do you all have like posters that you put on display or anything like that?
1: I have some autograph photos hung, but I really don't have any posters in the toy room going and stuff. Yeah, I keep my
2: autograph like eight by tens. I keep those in a. Um, I bought a a folder off Amazon, like a, with sleeves in it that's uh, acid free. So I keep all my autograph pictures in that. I have some framed posters, like in the living room, uh, but I need to get better at that. I visited a collection, um, oh, somewhere in the last year, where they had like a flat file um, kind of thing, where they they had these drawers that pulled out that, that could source store some of that paperwork kind of stuff in, and then. Um, and what I'd love to get is like one of those old school like they'd have at Spencer's uh-huh. uh, or they still have at Walmart where you can have like twenty posters and you just kind of flip through them, but I don't know. Again, that's something I'd, I'd, I wouldn't want to pay, like, what the store has to pay for it. I'd want to find one from a store that was going out of business so I could get it kind of cheap.
1: Yeah, I've thought about that before, too, and I've looked at the prices of them online. Mm-hmm. They're they're way up there. Yeah,
0: they're oh, not wow. cheap. I just have a few. Like I have a, a painting that my sister had bought for me of Yoda, um, a Han and Chewie print. And then also my sister bought me a print of uh, it's got the Millennium Falcon. And add at on it. Got the U.S. patent numbers for the. It's just kind of. I don't know if it's the. Word. I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah. It's not not like real U.S. patent numbers, but you know, it's just kind of. This is what it would look like. Right. And then of course I got a shadow box with the. Uh, the crochet figures that my sister made for me—I have those on the wall. Which are amazing. I think when you brought those to the meeting, everybody was jealous of them.
1: <laughs> I'm not
0: sure I've seen those. You have to send me a pic. Okay. Um, i mean, you've been here and seen my collection, right?
2: I have, but it's been a couple of years, and I don't—I don't recall yeah. seeing anything crocheted. But maybe I've just
0: forgotten. Yeah. Well, she needs to. I she mean, needs
1: to add to the characters and make you a few more to go
0: with it. I know, and she listens <laughs> to the podcast, so. <laughs> All right. And so has she made you a Bosque? No, she has not. All
2: right. Well, <laughs> that needs to happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you want you her to make two of them, don't you? Well, sure. I mean, you know. Limited edition of two. Yeah. Yeah, I have uh, Darth Vader, Stormtrooper, Boba Fett, Obi-Wan, Chewbacca, Han, Luke, Leia, R2, C-3PO, Yoda, and Wicket. Oh, so a lot of, like, first
2: 12 and then an Ewok.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got Boba Fett in there, so he's a first 21, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's still some some of the first 12 that need to be done. <clears throat> <laughs> hint, hint. <Yeah.
1: laughs> uh, one thing I should mention too about my collection: I've done something last year that it, that it, m- most people might think insane, but I just decided to do it. But I did take the batteries out of the stuff, but I left my Star Wars Christmas tree up year-round in my toy room this time. Okay. Yeah. So
0: it's I all can, decorated. Uh, I can understand why too. <laughs> That, that's a lot of work. It is, and I just thought, you know what, I'm going to leave it up. Yeah, Why not? It takes me almost a full day to put mine up. All to putting all those batteries in what takes up the most time.
1: Oh, yeah, it does. And you can't
0: leave them in because you're afraid you're going
1: to leak. Yeah. Right.
0: Let's see, what else uh, as far as displaying?
2: One thing I like, you can get these little, like, $1 easels at Walmart. They're, like, little metal just kind of like a one-piece metal that loops around and and forms an easel, and those are fantastic for um, displaying card backs or even, like, cheap carded figures. Uh, Another great option for collectors like us on budgets.
0: Mm -hmm. Check those out yeah we'll have to uh, gather up some some links and stuff and put them on our Facebook page. yeah it, those
1: feel like those would work good for the um character key little things that was done
0: too
2: mm-hmm. yeah, what's the what's the what are the dimensions on those? How big are they?
1: Um, eight by eight maybe range. yeah the,
2: those would work really well for that.
1: I only got about I just kind of did the main like characters with those, but I have all those and right now they're just in a box. they're not even on display because I wasn't sure how to display them because I didn't want to frame them all because when you start framing stuff and hanging it, that takes up a lot of space. It does, yeah.
2: I remember hearing, this is years ago, and I don't know if there's any, any legitimacy to this number, but that you should consider spending about one-tenth of the value of something on displaying it. Hmm. Um, and to me, that's too much because <laughs> you know <laughs> the, that cuts into my budget for buying the stuff. So anytime I can get like a dollar item, like the, one of those easels to display something, um, and I feel like I'm I'm beating the system a little bit.
1: And that's yeah. good because it's a lot more fun to buy stuff for the collection than to buy stuff to display the collection. <laughs> it is, it is.
2: Uh, but you you can't you can't neglect the display either because. Things need to be, one, things need to be protected, and two, things need to be, if if they're on display, they need to be displayed well. You need, like I said earlier, the people need to see them, their eye needs to be brought to them, and so you can't just, like, I can't. Other people can do what they want, but I can't just cram everything into a shelf and leave it like that.
0: Yeah, I got uh, uh, for a frame. I got really lucky, and it was I got this print at uh, the one of the fall festivals. And it was at your church. Mm -hmm. i don't know five six years ago something like that and it was 11 by 17 it was a really odd size so we had went over to uh was it hamburg area Mm -hmm. and went to michael's i think it was and went in there looking for a frame and i found it you know it was the only one they had actually it was kind of weird because i'd never seen that kind of a size before it's kind of an odd size and so i took it up to the register and they rang it up and they was like huh and I was like, what? They was like, what's well, ringing up for a penny? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they yeah. sold it to me for a penny. <laughs> nice.
2: Wow. And you know what? Dave Wright and a couple of the Lexington guys have mentioned, they do really well with, like, uh, good. Obviously, I mean, they hit Goodwill a lot, those guys. But they'll buy, like, some crappy, like, tacky prints, picture painting, whatever, at, at the Goodwill that has a decent frame on it. And then... You know, pull the dogs playing poker or whatever it is out of the frame and put whatever Star Wars thing they need into it. So that's another idea for
0: display. We'll get Mark on that. He goes to the goodwill and flea markets and all that around here too. Yeah, Which yeah, I keep, he does. I keep thinking about doing myself, and then just forget about it. I don't have the energy for it. But yard sales, I, I,
2: yeah. The guys who love doing it love doing it, so good for them. Yeah,
1: you, know, you gotta have, you have to be able to go because the way Mark talks about it, you know, eight out of ten times you're not going to find anything. So mm-hmm. you have to keep have going to, and going and going. Oh. This persistence,
2: yeah. And I'm lazy. I'd rather just go on eBay and buy what I want.
0: Yeah, it was like that estate sale I went to in uh, Huntington, and got the original Lego Millennium Falcon and the Y-wing and some uh, like three other sets, all for like fifty bucks. Wow,
1: that's like the time the one I've only been to one estate sale, and I got the. um, the Millennium Falcon because I, I the lady said oh there's some toys upstairs so I'll, I'll never forget it. I go upstairs and I see the original Star Wars Millennium Falcon box I'm like oh I bet it's just an empty box and so I go over there and, and look and and it not only did it have the Falcon and it, it had the cardboard inserts the only thing that was missing was the instructions it looked like the guy just or kid or whoever had it had put the stickers on it and then shoved it back in the box and got it for fifty bucks
0: dang that's makes, a good deal the box is worth 50 bucks if it's in good shape <laughs> that's what i that's what i with those
1: because you don't see those cardboard inserts very often so i thought that mm. they held it in place so i thought it was pretty awesome find
0: definitely okay well uh, anybody else got any more ideas
1: um i'm trying to think of the name of them but i was going to mention them but i can't i'm and i'm really sorry but the acrylic cases that we ordered from that company <laughs> what's the name of that company ron <laughs>
0: That's uh, the ones that the acrylic cases or the plastic cases. Oh, the
1: plastic or acrylic, whatever they are. That the, the I just want to mention shields. them because bigger shield because they, in my opinion, make the best plastic containers for action figures I've ever seen. I Those mean, like the soft,
2: the soft plastic cases. Uh-huh. Yes,
1: they're and they're they're not really really soft too. They got some like you know thickness to them. I mean and they got like a um like a uh, uh, like they're a little bit cloudy so they got a uv uv protector thing on them but they're just really nice quality and me and brian split an order and everything and i was just really happy with them because i went and put all my um autograph figures in in the cases when we got our order i definitely recommend those for if you're wanting some good quality plastic cases that hold hold your
0: figures yeah, and the for the acrylic for the actual acrylic ones, GW acrylics is good because they've even sent us a couple of uh, you know ones to to test out too. So you know, they're really good. Yeah, yeah, I like.
2: I'm a fan of the the hard acrylic. I think it just um, protects protects the figures and it really makes them look good on a shelf.
1: Yeah, they do look good. But besides that, I think that's all I have. How about you, Kevin? Anything else?
2: Uh not off the top of my head. No, I think we've covered covered the good stuff.
0: All right. Uh, Carl, you want to read uh, our plugs there? Okay, our plugs
1: down here. Um, we have the Patreon account, um, which is at patreon.com, the Star Wars collector, sla- I'm sorry, slash the Star Wars collector. Um, so if you want to help us out with stuff, I mean, we have different levels. I mean, you can even give a dollar. I mean, so, and we have a certain level that you can get a patch, which the patch turned out really good, I must say. And um, you can also find us on, um, facebook which is facebook.com slash the star wars collector podcast and when i get a chance i will be posting some pictures up there of, of some of my displays and i'm sure brian and maybe even kevin will as well and um you can go on itunes and leave us a review we haven't had a review on there for a while and we know a lot of people have been listening to us so feel free to give us a review and um you can also get a hold of us through um Email, which is podcast at gmail.com, or you can reach us on Twitter as well, which is tswc, I'm sorry, at tswcpodcast. And for our Facebook shout-out this month, it's Mark Schaefer. Thanks for listening to us, Mark.
2: I like Mark. He's a good
1: guy. He is a good guy, even though he has creepy creepy um, custom figures.
2: He has very <laughs> creepy custom figures, but he's a good guy. Yeah, he
0: is. Yeah, we want to thank all our uh, Patreon members that we have. Uh, you know, everything that you uh that you give us goes right back into the show. Yeah, you know, we don't take any money to buy any uh anything for us. It's only for the show. So, thank you. And we want to thank Kevin for coming on.
2: this this, this has been fun. I always enjoy talking with you guys.
0: Yeah, as do we. So, yeah. I guess for now, that's it. Uh, if, uh, if I get a chance, Bo wants to, wants to talk on the show some, so I'll probably add that on to the end here. Awesome. We always like hearing Bo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He loves it. He keeps, you know, daddy, am I going to get to go on the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: I I don't even listen to me and you, when you tell me Bo's going to be on there, I just forward to his part. So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next month. Bye. But hey everybody, it's Brian here and I am with Bo. Hi Bo, how you doing? Good. Alright, what are we talking about today, Bo? Um. The wind up toys. We got the yep. wind up droids from Disney. And they're from mm-hmm. the Han Solo movie. Yep. And we're going to wind them up and uh, have them fight each other here, real quick. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and go do that, Bo. And we got, there are two of them. They're basically six inch scale. And one of them you actually wind up by twisting the back of it. The other one's kind of like a pullback race car, and where you pull it back on the table and just let it go. And that one doesn't really go for very long for some reason where the wind-up one goes a little bit farther. So we got we got to wind it up on the back here and let them go and they kind of just go at each other. So come here, come here, bud. What do you think about them? They're cool. cool. They're cool? Yeah, I like them. Do you want a set? Do you want some? Uh-huh. Okay, we'll see what we can do. All right, what else do we got? What else are we talking about? Four. Who, who Come over here and say it. For Fourlom. Okay. And he's a, he's a droid. We're going to try to get him out. And for those of you who are vintage fans, he was originally Zuckus in the, the vintage line. But he's Zuckus. They Zuckus? Uh, well, Zuckus was a bounty hunter and... Originally, they got the names mixed up evidently because, well, Forlom is a robot, so the robots always have those, you know, letter-number combination stuff.
2: And Alright.
0: Here you go. What do you think, Bo? Do cool. you like him? Yeah, he has a cool gun. Here. Right here's his gun. Yep. What are you looking at? Do you see another one over there? Is he over there somewhere? Puppy. Well, that's... Uh, are you talking about the ones that we made at Disney? Yeah, he kind of looks like some of those. He's a four-long. Yeah, I don't know what the other ones we named. I don't remember what the names of them were. But they the... I don't know. The protocol droid line that they've got at uh, Disney's. Uh, well, I actually got them at Disney Springs and the parks both. You can uh, make your uh, protocol droids and you've got your astromech droids they just added those within the past year i think it was so i got four long he's got a little red stripe or something a little paint on his chest there but uh, his body looks like a c3 C3P, like a protocol droid but his head's definitely not a protocol droid head so that's that's it's a six inch figure so uh, what else are we looking at Bo? oh how do you like this one do you like this one a lot max all right rebo. and then we got the max rebo band we got uh, Max Rebo and his piano. This is something I recently picked up. These are from the Vintage line. And who's this? The singer, Sice <laughs> Noodles. And who's this? Droopy McCool. Yeah. So we got Max Rebo, size Noodles, and Droopy McCool. Do you like these figures? I like him. You like uh, you like Max Rebo? <laughs> yeah. I used to, I've got a Max Rebo, but he's faded. His arms, his arms, his legs, and his head have all almost turned like white. So. I don't know what happened. His body's still blue, and I don't know where I, I don't even remember where I got this one. I got it from somebody else. I didn't have this. is not a, my original figure. Quit. And <clears throat> uh, so, what do you think about these figures, Bo? Uh, they can't hear you way over there. Come here. They're
1: very cool.
0: Okay, just yell. They're very cool. Uh, what about that mini bust, the Obi Wan? <laughs> he's not pretty cool. Well, he's still in the box. I haven't taken him out of the box yet. But his lightsaber actually lights up, which looks pretty cool. I just don't have anywhere to put him right this minute.
2: He goes on top of your.
0: No, he's not a tree topper. He's he's like a, He just sits here. He's like all the mini busts over here in this cabinet. See, he's just like those. So does he actually look like Obi Wan, old Obi Wan Kenobi? I think he looks pretty pretty cool. Pretty pretty uh, realistically like uh, Alec Guinness. So you like those fighting robots? <laughs> all right. What else you want to talk about, Bo? Nothing. There's nothing there. Come here. Hey, come here. What, remember the Han Solo movie? Do you, remember, do you remember stuff in it that you want to talk about now, since you forgot about it the last time?
1: Well, I don't want to
0: talk about any more new. No? I don't want any more new toys. Who, who was your favorite character in the Han Solo movie? L3? You liked L3?
1: That's cool.
0: I liked L3. She was okay. Is that it?
1: Bye.
0: <laughs> Bye, everybody.